This is Ivan Kavanagh, director of The Canal and Sun, and you're listening to the Horror Squad podcast. podcast episode number 185 tonight we're talking about a quiet place part two currently streaming on amazon through peacock and if you're in america you can get a seven day free trial watch the uh, quiet place two like i did and then cancel that shit because there's way too many streaming services wow. i'm one of your co-hosts todd we have steve looking radiant sam looking radiant steve sorry i already did steve joe looking rugged like you just chopped some wood yes <laughs> sam we I have did. a special guest after this we episode? do um <laughs> no, she froze. She froze. <laughs> I froze. Boys and girl, um, how are we doing? Stay tuned to the end because we have a very special interview with uh, John Krasinski. Yeah, Jim, Jim himself from the office. Actually, what's his character name in this? I don't even Robert. remember. Oh, and this, uh, his name in this is Lee. Lee. It's my Lee. middle, it's my okay. middle name. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Ooh. All I know is after watching, I, I'm not going to spoil anything, but after watching A Quiet Place 2, we need more John Krasinski in this world. That's all I have learned. After Obviously. Did you this. watch his, his show on Prime? Oh, yeah. Uh, Jack Ryan? No. Is it Jack uh, Ryan? I'm What's gonna it called? watch it. Yeah, Jack, Jack Ryan. Ryan. Yeah. No, no, no. I've never seen it. I've I heard was, great I things was, about it, though. Season one was good. That, that, would, um, that was a good way to get rid of Jim in your mind, you know? Yeah, because like, I've still seen even after 13 hours of Benghazi attack one, I was like, I still seen Jim. And then this, I'm like, okay, Jim's gone. He's beating up terrorists now. He's uppercutting him and stuff. So that was a good little segue into this. Quite, I know he's in Quiet Place too, but yeah, that was really good. Uh, briefly, but yeah, he's in here. Um, yeah, like I really hope he sticks within the genre. I know he's creating a whole Quiet Place universe, but. Uh, it seems like he's not directing any of the other ones going forward. I, I don't think he's, he's even producing. really that involved. I think yeah. he's, it's the uh, the two writers that are doing all that. Okay, so we'll see where he goes from here. I mean, I know I read in an interview recently that he said he'd love to stay like in the horror genre because you can kind of do whatever, like you know, you can get away with a lot more within the genre. So, you know, we'll see. Well, the rumor is Disney is about to put him in the MCU. So, uh, okay, well, uh, you can never say no to that. <laughs> I can, I can definitely see him. As an that. actor or director? As an actor. As an actor. Uh, MCU? As, What's that? Uh, Marvel. <laughs> Marvel. Oh. Uh, as no. a, a Mr. Fantastic. <laughs> they can get anyone, and I feel like they're all the same. Like, get someone who has no talent for that. <laughs> and just because they have all the money, it looks so good. It's like, but he has real talent, so let him do, I mean, whatever. It's his life. I don't know, Sam. I'm Steve Rogers is America's ass. Right. <laughs> so. I don't even know who that is. Oh my god. <laughs> Captain America. <laughs> Captain America. Actually, fun fact, John Krasinski was the um was the second choice for Captain America. So yeah, he said he felt oh, yeah, that makes second. Sense. Yeah. He would have been a good choice too. But yeah, we'll see what happens. I mean you he's know, too classy for it. Even if he goes to the MCU, I, I would love to see him get back into directing at some point because Yeah, I was gonna say I could see him for it. direct like in between kind of acting gigs, you know, just mm-hmm. do a little horror film and then Want something else, but he wasn't also he also wasn't a horror fan. Like if you listen to yeah. his interviews from A Quiet Place One, he they asked him, Do you want to be in horror? He said no. <laughs> the the genre didn't interest him at all. But and then he, he made liked, a big boatload yeah, of money. <laughs> he liked he liked the script of the first one, and that's why he co-wrote it. And mm-hmm. then he's like, Okay, well, 
you know, it's working out. So let's do it. You know, it's been working out for everyone. I mean, you got Jordan Peele doing, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say like Adam Driver, he escaped Disney's clutches. Yeah. Because he was in Star Wars and he's like in random shows jerking off on girls and stuff. Like, so I think it's Oh, what show was that? Yeah, uh, I think it was from Girls or something like that. He's girls. a he's a boyfriend in that, and he's jerking off on her. But uh, oh. that was pre uh, Star Wars, though. It was pre. Was it? Uh, they're probably yeah. like, eat this from the internet, please. <laughs> <laughs> Adam Driver is super good, though. Like yeah, his, I like him a lot. He was in that movie with uh, what was that one he did with Scarlett Johansson? Scarlett Johansson. That was, Mar- that was really good. Uh, marriage Story. Marriage. Yeah, yeah. Marriage he, he's really good in that. that. And obviously, the dead don't die. I mean, can't forget. Oh that. God, <laughs> move along. <laughs> hey, some people liked it. I don't. Steve. Yeah, I did. Yeah, Steve. Okay, yeah. Oof. Right. <laughs> Come on, Steve. No, it was good. But yeah, I mean, I mean, comedians are very successful, and we got Jordan Peele just announced Nope, which I've nope. been. We, me and Sam, analyzed the poster a little bit because that's all we we've gotten off of it. But uh, any any theories based on uh, the poster or anything? I mean, it looks like there's like a circus maybe in the sky or something, or I don't something think to do it's with a aliens. Or I think it's okay, a kite tail. A kite. Okay. So I think it's like I think it's something to do with aliens, but I don't think aliens. it's circus themed. I think maybe a killer clowns. He'll just like threw like stole the killer clowns plot, and we're gonna get that. I don't know that hates the title. Sorry, go ahead, see. Yeah, I was gonna say, isn't that kind of like the Ben Franklin thing where he flew a kite into a cloud hmm. to for electricity? That's what what it reminded me. Okay. Of. Oh. Um, the title. I, I mean, I think it's like it's cute funny like cute yeah i mean for a horror movie i don't know i mean maybe it's gonna be a horror comedy though you know like he hasn't really grasped that yet so maybe he's going like a different direction here but we shall see he's not known for his big titles though so <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i mean who knows yeah it's uh i'm sure we'll get used to it it's one of those things when you hear it the first time you're like okay that's a little weird but yeah we'll get used like to halloween it, you know? kills and halloween ends like now i'm just like ah whatever right. like <laughs> whatever yeah got over it Hey, can we talk about how dog shit the Scream animatronic is from Spirit? <laughs> you see that? Yeah. So Stan showed it to me originally, and I was like, oh, I don't look that bad. But like, I I haven't analyzed it enough. Um, look at the little trailer they do shit on, on the website, and you're like, oh, okay, boy. the hands all like <laughs> looks like wire brushes. It's it's terrible. Well, I'm gonna get the shorty one. Though. The shorty looks all cool. yeah. That I one know. looks great. Mm-hmm. That one looks really really cool. I'll still wait to see it like in store um but i don't know because like the sam one looked great like online and then when i started in store it looked just as cool so i'm hoping shorty will be the same it's isn't it exciting to see that banner come up every year like i get so excited just by the prospect of uh oh yeah of seeing that banner and i can't wait Mm -hmm. it's just that's usually like the first sign that's halloween's coming oh yeah (laughs) definitely there's two there's gonna be two in uh, our town this year so we're gonna explore uh sam was saying we should do like there's like we've driven by like five of them like within like the three like surrounding towns so we were talking about like hitting them all in one day and seeing it's like weird because like every spirit has something different too like they so uh like last year i picked up those like horror snow globes you know it's like mini horror snow globes i don't know if you guys grabbed any of them but i like went to like three different spirits and found like all the different characters like from all the three different ones so yeah i'm excited yeah, for sure all right, you guys ready to get into some questions? Let's do it. Do it. Right, you can ask us this question on social media at the Horror Squad Podcast or on our Discord, which is whew, this week they have been busy on the Discord. I So I opened a uh, mess hall, which is a food 
topic room and holy shit it was like non-stop <laughs> that entire night just notification after notification uh, people love talking about food and they talk a lot about horror there's a lot of going on so join our discord it's a really good time there. all great people like every single one of them um so our first question is from calem hey squad so the silence on the land was on the other night and while the movie is amazing of course and has so many memorable moments the introduction of Hannibal Lecter always sends chills down my spine because of how subtle it is. So my first question is, what is your favorite or least favorite intro scene to an iconic horror character? Ooh, great question. Um, speaking of Silence of the Lambs, 90s horror movie. 90s horror movie. 90s horror Ooh, next week, right? That That's what we're doing? Yes. So you have like a few days left to send us uh, your list mm -hmm. if you want to just participate. So it's your top 10 uh you know favorite i'm excited for that one uh, horror movies are in the 90s yeah it's like i don't know where everyone's gonna get, go with it so you know it's not as obvious as the 2000s and 2010s mm -hmm. for me so i'm, I'm curious what I, you guys i got so... steve's number one pick 100 what's that <laughs> you do i do yeah do I, what do you, you think spoil it no you can say it either oh, okay. night react. of living dead night of living dead remake ah uh, yeah uh, we'll see <laughs> and, then, and then scream for uh sam and well, maybe not Sam. Maybe Sam's a faculty or something like that. Or, or the craft. Craft's 90s, right? Mm -hmm. And then Joe's definitely Scream. No, he was talking about that his wasn't going to be Scream. I'm really? like, what? I can it guarantee you it is not going to be Scream. Oh, okay. I will guarantee I know you it. on that. It's going to be Blair Witch. Oh, I forgot about Blair Yeah, damn it. Why did I pick Scream? <laughs> Um, I didn't, we'll see. We'll see. There's a lot of good ones out there. I sleepers. so this is like where I get torn because like, like seven, like I kind of want to leave it off the list. Cause I'm like, is it like a complete, we already talked like, about this. If you want it, put I know. It, and if you don't, then don't. I know, I know. Don't be trying know. to bring I'm, us I'm, down, I'm Joe. Putting, I'm We're going to have much, it on our list. I'm putting too much pressure on myself on this list, for sure. Yeah, but don't put that on us. I, I had an uh, interesting argument with someone uh, with... Uh, one of my friends at work last night and it was about Jurassic park. I was telling him, I'm like, I really don't consider it like a horror movie. And he's like, well, do you consider jaws a horror movie? I'm like, yeah, hundred percent. He's like, well, it's basically jaws, but just like out of the water. I'm like, you know what? That's actually a really good point. I never really thought of it like that. I was like, maybe it's cause like dinosaurs don't exist today and sharks do. So like, that's why I consider it more a horror movie. Like I can, I like base it more in reality, but uh, you know what? After that argument, I'm kind of more coming around to Jaws. I mean, to Jurassic Park being like a horror movie. So, I, th I think you got to go with the tone, right? Jurassic Park tonally yeah. wasn't a horror movie, but Jaws right. was. Yeah, Jurassic Park was more like was. science adventure kind of thing. Going, Dude, there's on. a lot of real horror like mm -hmm. in Jurassic Park. Yeah, you know? there is. So I I could definitely see the argument. I, I will say this: uh, it's going to be on my honorable mention mm -hmm. for nine, the '90s episode. So I'll tell you right now. And most of my honorable mentions are like ones I'm like, I, I it would be a top 10, but I don't, you know, it's like towing the line too much. So it, right. it, it depends on you. I mean, some of us will put it on, some of us won't. It's yeah. Cause like to me, like seven is like, would be my number one, but I'm just like, I just don't like, I don't know if I want to put it on there. So we'll see. 
So it'll be, but, a, uh, it would be a number one, but you don't know if you want to put it on your list at all. That makes no sense. Well, cause like, I just like, it's like toes the line as being like a straight up horror movie. You know what I mean? Like, and I'm just like, do I really want to put like seven as my number one where like maybe like more straight up horror movies should be on there rather, you know, instead. So it might just make an honorable mention honorable for me mention, rather than, yeah. yeah. So it's, it's, it's a tough, points. it's a yeah. tough one. Yeah. <laughs> Well, All right, but look on the bright side of things. No one really cares about your opinion. So exactly, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Joking. Um, I I really like the intro to to scream if that counts. Yeah, I know he's yeah. I know what he's talking. About, I know he's talking about though, like that angle where it's like panning and he's just standing there, super creepy. Mm-hmm. That kind of um reminds me of a shot in the first Star Wars movie too, which is obviously not horror, but Obi Wan's walking around through the Death Star and then he just comes around a corner and Darth Vader's waiting for his ass. That's a good shot, but um, yeah, the whole the entire first scene, the scream is just awesome. So I'll go with scream. I mean, the intro, you can't go wrong with the intro to Michael Myers. Obviously, I mean, you get that opening scene. You know, it's child Michael Myers, but even mm-hmm. like later, you get a couple of intros to Michael Myers. You get an intro to child Michael Myers, an intro to adult Michael Myers uh, in that movie. But that opening scene with the POV shot of him like murdering his sister there. It's, it's a great start and really like introduces you to like the craziness of that character. I don't really remember too much about um, silence of the lambs. Like I feel like we just watched it not too long ago. We did. I think we watched it like last year. I thought, but it's one that just doesn't stick in my brain. So when you guys are talking about that scene, I don't even know what you're talking about. Which scene? About when Hannibal is introduced, right? Oh, it's a great scene, yeah, with him and yeah. Jodie Foster there. You'll remember, the cell. You'll remember when she leaves and the guy jerks off and throws it at her. <laughs> throws the jizz oh, on her. Oh, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That scene, yeah. yeah. That's so uh, I hated that scene. Yeah, I think <laughs> I talked about that on the podcast. You did. You did. <laughs> to, to answer his question, though, uh, Freddy Krueger, I really liked that first scene in the Nightmare on Elm Street where um, you see Tina mm-hmm. and all that stuff. So I really liked the yeah. Freddy Krueger. It's great. And like, it's man, the first time you watch that, it's like, you don't know yet, like who he is. So he's literally just like a specter. Right. Um, yeah, it's really interesting. Yeah. Uh, all right. So he, he goes on to say, uh, second, with the Olympics underway, uh, if you had to send characters, let's say three to five from horror, good or bad, uh, to compete against the other squad members, <laughs> who would they be? So like one like are we doing like a one v one like a like a track race like Sam versus uh yeah I guess like... <laughs> <laughs> let's just do one each I guess okay um ooh all right I'm gonna do Todd versus Ash for sure and uh, the event would be um like maybe uh like hunt some sort of hunting thing maybe like arrow shooting like archery. Todd versus oh. Ash in, in archery, or like some sh- shooting, maybe because like Ooh. Ash gets the, the shotgun or something. I like so that. I'll do that. Uh, then I would do uh, Sam versus. Ooh, this is a tough one for Sam. Uh, Sam versus Sarah Michelle Geller. Ooh. In I know you last <laughs> summer. There you go. Whatever, I know that, whatever that contest was, I don't remember. <laughs> oh, the the beauty Swim pageant. Suit. <laughs> Swimsuit category. All right, there you go. Uh, and then Steve, Steve versus. I like how much thought you're putting into this. <laughs> I really am. I really am. Uh, Steve versus Candyman 
in a hot dog eating contest. Wow. <laughs> I don't know what you're trying to say, Joe, but like. <laughs> oh, shit. I, I was going to say Rick from part four would be good for like martial arts in the Olympics. Oh, yeah. For the dojo true. and all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, you guys you have anything to add or uh, move it on? Yeah, I'm gonna do Todd against Jason at the shot Ooh. put. Is it shot put or shot pool? Shot put. Shot put. Can we have a swimming shot competition, put. Jason? You like swimming, Todd? No, but he's. He's, I mean, ba- he's say, bad at swimming. Water, so, yeah. And then I'm gonna do Steve and Captain Spalding at the little. The little oh, ice cur- curling. Yeah. Currently, oh yeah, Canadian. It is a Canadian national sport, right? Right. Well, <laughs> one of them. Curling. Curling's Joe. fun, man. That's addicting to watch. I actually enjoy watching it. Is it yeah. Fun yeah. yeah. Every time I, it's on for the Winter Olympics, I'm like, holy shit, I'm into this. I guess the ironic thing here is, out of the four, I'm the one who doesn't like watching curling. <laughs> probably because you have to live with it. We don't. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. I feel it's probably more on TV a lot more there than it is here. Yeah. <laughs> if hockey's not on, curling's are pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> what did you say for me, Sam? I missed it. <laughs> Nothing. Oh, I thought you said. Oh, did you say something? No, I was going to, uh, okay. but I changed my mind. Okay. <laughs> All right. Todd, you got anything to add? No, I like that. Yeah, those are good. It's a hard question. It is a hard question. Uh, all right. And finally, recently, more films are being made with the five senses being the downfall of humanity, like A Quiet Place and Bird Box. So which sense could you survive longest without and which would lead to your demise? Hmm. I mean, sense of smell, obviously. Well, what if you have like a gas leak, though? I mean, yeah, then you'd be in trouble. But I I, I feel like I could live. Yeah, taste would be a good one, too. Yeah, t- I mean, I think the worst pre- one would be eyesight, right? Can't see anything. Yes. Yeah, that would be mine. That's like, mm-hmm. I, there's no way. I think I would just curl up into a ball and be too afraid to move. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You could probably have a long time with like out the sense of touch too, I guess. Cause like at least you can see like what you're like touching and stuff. So I feel like you could probably live a long time with that too. But if you have to pick someone up, I mean, be, you'd be like, yeah. oh, I can't. The, the, probably the just keep dropping. With, you have to stop a wound from bleeding. That's true. Yeah, the, the thing with touch is you can get hurt and not know yeah. it. Yeah. And you could be like, you know, there's a, like a disease that That's has that true. where people don't feel pain, mm-hmm. so they get cut and have no idea. And yeah, so touch would be a bad one, I think. I think yeah, taste or smell. Mm-hmm. Those are the two biggies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I'm with you. The eyes, like. No, nah, you'd be are fucked. Are you kidding yeah. me? I don't even like walking around the apartment I mean, when you know, it's dark. people do it obviously and do it successfully so i mean i've I've been to a restaurant where it's all in the dark have you guys ever done a restaurant like that where no but i've seen yeah i've seen videos yeah that sounds sexy was that a date a date steve uh well first date i brought my cousin my cousin (laughs) so no (laughs) yeah no uh yeah it's really cool so you go to to this restaurant and you have to check all your stuff in a locker before going in because you can't have your phone or your like digital watch because there has to be absolutely no light because mm. if someone has a light because it's so dark in there it kind of kills the illusion so you put everything in a locker and then some a blind person comes and gets you and your group and you have to kind of put your hands on you know the shoulders of everyone brings you to your table and then he, the you know the waiter kind of explains 
what the menu is and stuff like that. And it's, it's really interesting. Like when they come to serve you, it's like, okay, I'm on your right. Just put out your hands. And you know, it's, it's like super, and you'd be amazed how quickly you adapt to the situation. Like, you know, you'd be worried about knocking over your glass or whatever the case may be, or not finding your utensils, but it's really amazing how quickly you can kind of surround, know exactly where your stuff is and be fine with it. So. It's cool. It's a very cool experience. If you have That's a chance fun. to do it until you find a hair in your mouth from eating and then <laughs> or something else. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Heard. No, it's, it's very cool. And then they, they employ all uh, blind people, you know, so as waiters and stuff. So. Oh, interesting. Wow. Yeah, cool. Very, very cool. Um, all right. So that was from Calum. Uh, we have a few quiet place ones. So I'm going to skip them for now and ask him at the end. All right. The next ones are from Captain Amazing 85. Uh, so he did ask about the sense that we lose, but we talked about it already. Mm-hmm. If you could remake any sequel, which would you remake? The question. Remake a sequel? Wow. Hmm. Uh, sequel that didn't do it for you, probably. Like Book of Shadows. It doesn't count. No, Book of Shadows is great. Are you kidding me? Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> probably Friday 13th. Uh, not for uh, Nightmare on Elm Street Part 2, just because I, I really dislike that one. When was the last um, time you watched it? Like last year. Oh, really? Yeah, it's yeah. still fresh. And, yeah, yeah I, I still don't get the like. I know people have like come around on it, and a lot of people like it. I don't like it. They broke the rules of Freddy, like like coming out of the dream world, like and stuff like that, without being pulled out. He just like, he just like, yeah, he was like, it, just like I didn't like it. So I would uh, go back and remake that one. I think they could make a way better movie where birds aren't just spontaneously combusting it's hot joe living room freaking hot (laughs) right a sequel i don't know this is hard so she said i mean there's a lot of (laughs) shitty sequels like what name another one that i can use Mm. handyman two not great never saw it barely saw the first one barely like two years ago Mm. what are the shitty sequels there are I mean, the Texas Chainsaw 2 is good, but it could have been better. You know what, Joe? I was actually going to say that. Yeah. But I didn't know if I would be hated on, so I wasn't going to. Todd's a big, big fan of it, but I mean, me, I, I liked it. I think it could have been better, though. You know what? Y'all. <laughs> um, hey, I said I was going to say it. Thank you. I think, uh, all seriousness, I think Book of Shadows, I know Joe likes it, but there's a lot of good source material there, and it was kind of weird the, the direction they went. It was very like early 2000s though with the music and characters so i actually do agree with you todd like i think they couldn't have made it a much better movie they took it in a weird direction Mm -hmm. um and i appreciate it for like what it is but is it like a great movie or anything no definitely not so they i I agree with you they they definitely could have made a a better sequel so yeah i I actually agree with your answer i agree with that too i think uh, that's vindication one of the worst (laughs) sequels of like a really good film mm-hmm. that, uh, yeah so I, I would say that as well unless and this is the only way i would accept this if uh they would do like hannibal again but with jody foster mm. uh, I, I think it could have been a better yeah. sequel to silence of the lambs and not, not that i think julianne moore was that bad but i think it was missing jody foster and Definitely, it would be cool yeah. to do that again so do you I want more money one. or what i don't know i think she was like she did, that was a time when she was like an indie director and uh, just didn't want to uh, do it. So I got one more. Pet yep. Cemetery 2. Oh, that's a good one. 
Yeah. Although I liked it, it's not a great movie, and it's uh, not. <laughs> it d- definitely is that furlong. <laughs> yeah. It was furlong, yes. yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's fun and all, but I mean, it just doesn't have that same. It's very campy compared to like the first one, so they definitely could have did something better there. Yeah, for sure. Uh, all right, next question: What is the last movie that legit gave you chills to where you checked a room or behind the shower curtain or something? Every time. Like I'm not gonna take a crap next to a closed shower curtain, ever. Well, I don't believe I don't blame you. Your house haunted. So. That's oh, yeah. That's Your true. house is haunted, Todd. Yeah, I didn't even show you the latest orb video. <gasps> I want to see. That one's weird. I don't know how to explain it. Wow. Um, but last legit one that scared you, huh? The last legit one. Uh, last legit what? One last that made like you, horror like, movie that really scared you. It made you check the corners of the house and stuff like that check under the bed i feel like this is a good one for sam mm-hmm. she's always when like she always talks about how she'll yeah, I, I feel like we watched one where you had to go to work joe and she was like fuck yeah. i have to be at home alone right now yeah i can't remember what that might have been after the ghost episode actually it was probably that one maybe I mean, for me personally, like it's, it was a long time ago. Cause like, I don't know, nothing really like per se, I guess like really scares me where I'm like having to check stuff, but the, the conjure, the first conjuring movie, we've talked about it, but that one didn't really like creep me out for sure. Yeah. Both of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going with insidious and also mm. the strangers. Those ones mm-hmm. still scare me. I lock them doors. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Did the uh, second stranger scare you as much, Sam? Mm-mm, not uh, scary at all. Mm. Sorry, Damien. Was it was it because it wasn't as secluded? Like the first one was mostly in the house. Yep. Yeah. They were running around a lot in the second one, huh? Yeah. Movies don't really scare me anymore. Uh, I don't check, you know, the shower curtain because, you know, I'm not never. Of, well, now they you know, now they know. I think they yeah, now they're gonna they hide. <laughs> Um, but the last one that even made me feel like a twinge of like, I guess, you know, fear, but not really fear, but whatever, like happy that it's so like spooky was probably Queen of Black Magic. It was like a scene or two that was like, okay, I like that. Um, it's not yeah. even, that, that's how, no, go ahead. I was going to say that that's how I feel with horror movies. For me, if I get like a, like even like a, the sliver of fear, I, I like smile. Like I'm so happy about it. It's like, oh yes. Uh, this movie made me feel something, you know, which is pretty much what I watch movies for is to feel something. So I, yeah, I definitely appreciate it. You need to talk to somebody, Steve. I know. (laughs) (laughs) You can watch other movies and make you feel something too, you know? (laughs) Each movie has their own purpose. (laughs) Um, I was going to say though, it's not even like horror movies that, that creep me out nowadays. It's like when we watch like some true crime documentaries or like stuff based in reality that's the shit that can creep me out or like when i watch stuff on like exorcisms on youtube and stuff and they like they play the audio clips like that shit creeps me out way more nowadays than like than actual movies and honestly i creep myself out more than i do like movies like sometimes like if it's like uh late at night and sam's like sleeping and like i'm coming out to get a drink of water or something sometimes i'll be like thinking in my head like what if like like Reagan, like my life says Reagan just like came to life right now and just like stuck her hand out or something? I was like, that'd be so fucking creepy. And then like I'll be drinking the water, looking over at her, like imagining her come to life, and that freaks me out way more. <laughs> yeah, for sure. 
Actually, yeah, caveat. There was one scene in there that I yeah. I there was some was great very, cre- like, yeah. There was some creepy yeah, atmosphere some, in some that. Cre- mm-hmm. Some creepy atmosphere and some creepy moments. Mm-hmm. I would recommend it for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. And his last question. One more thing. What about the food pairing? Sam has to be a quiet meal, right? Oh my gosh! Definitely not nachos in a movie theater. Talk about awkward, right? This one wasn't as quiet though, because I remember we saw this in theaters, and I remember like I didn't feel as bad about like eating my popcorn this time around. Hello. No one's asking you. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. Was that addressed to Joe? Uh, no. <laughs> no. Um, I feel like you'd have to do some <laughs> some, su- some soup. You can slurp. <laughs> some like candy. You just have to like throw on, on your M&Ms. tongue and let it melt. Yeah. <laughs> Just picture Joe with his big ass popcorn. <laughs> he is like that, Todd. <laughs> he was like a little gremlin eating the popcorn. Yeah, I mean, watching a quiet place is almost like being in a quiet place. Like everyone can hear your fucking like slightest little sounds. Yeah. So you have to be super quiet. <laughs> yeah, I cannot make it in that universe, but I think that's a question later, though. So. It is when we get to the quiet place questions. Um, I'd be farting too much. (laughs) (laughs) The the last question we have before we uh, get to the second half of the questions after the movie review is from Weezerface. What would be the hardest creature comfort for you to give up in a post-apocalyptic world? For me, it would be air conditioning. Fucking fast food. Some burgers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Probably TV. I like my entertainment. It's just not having your phone. Eh? It would be like yeah, yeah. lifestyle mm-hmm. <laughs> lifestyle switch. I'll tell you what would be the worst though. Not what having has? the not having the horror squad podcast Aww. every every Friday, four a.m. release. <laughs> set your DV, set your alarms. Set your DVR. <laughs> set your uh, TiVo. Um, maybe not having a car. Yeah, that would yeah, suck for sure. I, for me, it is, I'd say probably my phone because that's how I communicate with everyone. I don't have anyone nearby really that I talk to. So it's uh, without it, it'd be a pretty boring existence. Mm-hmm. I would think. Definitely. Anyway. Yeah, like I, I'm not, I've said it once, I'll say it again. I would legit probably kill myself. Like if we got into an apocalyptic thing, it's like, what's the point of like, what's the point of living? Like, honestly, like Walking Dead world, this world. What do you do? I mean, you're just surviving. Like, there's no like quality of life there. For I mean, that's how I feel personally, and we can get into it later in the episode. But yeah. Uh, all right. So that's all the questions for now. We will have some at the end of the show after we review the film. And now a word from our deadly sponsor. Everyone thinks because you're a zombie, you don't know good coffee. Well, they're wrong. There's only one brew that gets my seal of approval. Deadly Grounds coffee is my guilty pleasure. The aroma is so intoxicating. It brings all of my neighbors out of the woodwork. Deadly Grounds coffee. Coffee to die for and zombie approved. It's good to get a little deadly. Use the front door! Oh, they're so disgusting. What watched? Who's been watching things? Anybody? Sam, have you watched anything? I haven't been watching anything, Todd, but I started um, did you off listen season. To... Oh, you did? Yeah, I only got in a few pages. I'm not done yet. What, what about your own backyard? Where are you at? I know you're. You were, I'm uh, done. 
What do you okay, think? Okay, so I'm done with I'm that. I'm done too. Oh. But I was talking to my friend Michelle because we were talking about it because I kept bugging her to finish the two recent episodes. And she talked about how they found all that footage on Paul's computer of where he was like raping girls yes. while they were yeah. passed out. And I'm like, I've, I listened to it like three times. How did I miss that? Oh, yeah. I, I actually want to listen to it again. Yeah, he was a serial rapist, man. And um, he's violent and he just skated through life and his dad had a lot to pay for, or a lot to, you know, play that part or whatever. But yeah. that last episode was, I was like, wow, like. And we were also talking terrible. about like too bad it couldn't have been a thing of where they didn't put Paul Flores's face on a billboard and just say, have, do you know anything about this guy? Have you had some kind hmm. of bad experience? Because they only saw I don't think you can do that. <laughs> no, you couldn't do it. Yeah. I would pass out flyers. I'd be like, do you know who this is? Yeah. I mean, but obviously. It's just Paul... at that time, no one knew the yeah, connection. I See, think if that happened to... now, it'd be different. So different. Because people yeah. get put on blast pretty fast. But, um, you know, I, I obviously Paul did something. But wow. I hate his dad more, you know, because his dad is like an enabler doesn't respect the the victim's fan like that that's the most heartbreaking thing is how mm -hmm. just like nonchalant they are about her parents suffering and they're just like fuck yeah. her and tearing down flyers I have nothing to do with you it's just like that's wow, it's terrible yeah and I just we were talking about like was it a thing of where he drugged her at the party and then caught up with her like when she was slowly passing out and did he take her home and something happened to where like she just she accidentally died like did he, she fall and hit her head did she just stop breathing because of whatever she was given and then it's like if that's the case why couldn't why couldn't have they have just done the right thing it's just like they kept rolling with each bad decision and mm -hmm. just dug yeah. themselves deeper and deeper I, th I think it was accidental you know it, yeah death wise but then again the fact that they found human blood then like how how did she get blood and like they cut her up like maybe after know, yeah man. fuck but yeah I'm, I'm glad justice is being served finally so mm -hmm. yep steve have dope. you started listening to it yet oh, yeah, no. oh you're waiting until uh road trip road trip all right well to lighten things up a little bit um i watched jeepers creepers with my 12 year old and she really liked it um that movie is like i haven't watched it in a while that room that movie is really good for like three-fourths like it's scary and, until they get it is i don't like the psychic stuff i think it kind of goes off the rails at that point but like the first stuff like the creeper where he's just staring at him when they drive by dumping bodies that shit's freaky, man. I cannot. Yeah. Did your daughter cry in fear? <laughs> no. <laughs> what? No, she didn't, she didn't think it was scary, but then I had to check like the closet and stuff. Oh. But um, no, that like that movie's freaking good. It's really good. And then like Justin Long is extremely likable and like everything, and he's great in this. I forget the the actress's name, but she's great too. Um, yeah. But then like the the whole like I the psychic vision thing. It's like eh. But then the end like just brings it all together with dairy being fucked. So it's pretty good. Um, also, fuck the director. We've said that many times, but the movie's good. So Jeep Creepers won. Yeah. And then we got part four coming out like very soon. Ew, what? Gross. Did yeah. I know this? Is that fucker directing it? 
That you know what? I'll have to IMDb. I'll have to look on uh, IMDb. I'm not sure if My he third is. Third one was so I would, bad. I would think he's coming back for the fourth, but it's coming up. Like I, I want to say this year maybe. What's but, the um, one where it's the kids on the bus? Two. Two. What's three then? Three. Uh, three is. Oh man, three is really bad. It was like a. It, went, it was like straight to sci-fi. Mm-hmm. Um, that's right they're at, like they're stuck they're like at a farmhouse or something i think oh yes like yes yeah i can't remember but it was pretty bad yeah that movie's he not on his either, but... on his um letterbox but i don't know then the fourth one uh-huh yeah so it's called jeepers creepers reborn Lame. um let's see director actually no director uh they have credited as timo vero Varen solo I can't, you know, it's a tough one. It's a tongue twister. Um, but yeah, he hasn't done nothing I recognize. Iron, most known for Iron Sky, if you've ever heard of that movie. Oh, I watched that. Okay. It's a sci-fi well, Nazi movie. He is, uh, yeah, it says 2021 release. Forced to travel with her boyfriend, Lane, uh, she begins to experience premonitions associated with the urban myth of the creeper. Lane believes that something supernatural has been summoned and that she is the center of it all. Oh uh, yeah, I'll watch it. There's so there's so many good opportunities for that story because you know once every twenty three years you can literally go anywhere with it, and it would make sense, you know. But I prefer part oh, two. Last time I watched it, so we'll see. So there's a secondary um, plot synopsis for this movie too, um, which sounds really interesting. Uh, so the film unfolds as the Horror Hound uh, Festival holds its first. Uh, ever event in Louisiana where it attracts hundreds of geeks, freaks, and diehard horror fans from far and wide. Among them is fanboy Chase and his girlfriend Lane, who is forced to come along for the ride. But as the event approaches, Lane begins to experience unexplained premonitions and disturbing visit- visions associated with the town's past. All right, that's way different. Yeah. <laughs> I guess so we'll I guess see what we'll, movie we get. Yeah, I guess we'll see. <laughs> All right, I just got one uh, this week. Uh, it is a screener we received, um, 2021 release. Um, the movie is called Settlers, which is now uh, available on VOD. It released uh, last Friday, so you can check it out. Uh, it's an IFC uh, midnight release. Uh, so I'm just going to read the uh Letterbox synopsis here. Uh, Remy and her parents, refugees from Earth, have found peace on the Martian outskirts until strangers appear in the hills beyond their farm. Uh, told as a uh, triptych, which I've never heard that word before, but basically it's told in three chapters. Uh, the film follows Remy as she struggles to survive in an uneasy landscape. Uh, so yeah, basically, I mean, that basically tells you it. But yeah, it's a family this young family who is on a new Martian planet. We don't really find out what happened to earth. Like they don't really explain it too much. We're just kind of there. Um, and these, you know, they are the settlers here and um, think sort of, you know, like when, you know, the pilgrims settled here and you had, you know, the uh, indigenous people basically, um, you know, here. And it's uh, basically a battle between like these new settlers and uh, the people that were, you know, there on um, this Martian planet um, to begin with. So, I mean, obviously like there's like similarities between, you know, how this world, how this country was founded. And yeah, I think there's like definitely um, a lot of political uh, subtext here throughout. Um, It's like a really interesting premise but man, this movie is just like so boring. Like, it's just like nothing. It's like 
two almost two hours long and it's like two hours of nothingness it's like is it pretty artsy super yeah i mean it's sort of um it's it's more just like all dialogue like a lot of style and like no substance um yeah it's a sci-fi movie i mean it's definitely not like a horror movie um, I will say the acting's fantastic. Um, the girl who played the little girl who plays Remy, um, we know her from The Turning. She played the little girl in The Turning. Um, she was fantastic, and honestly, the mom was really good. And um, the guy who plays the main settler here, he's really good too. Um, aesthetically, the movie looks great, like uh, fantastic cinematography. So, like, I get it gets points for the acting and um, the cinematography alone. Like, it's it's nice to look at, but plot wise like paper thin and not much happens there um so yeah this is this one's a definite skip for me um is is it like the worst movie i've seen of the year or anything like that no it won't make my bottom of the year or anything like that but not something i would watch again how far would you go to build a new life joe that's the tagline for this movie yeah that's yes and they do there's i mean there's i mean stuff happens i mean don't get me wrong but it's just nothing interesting (laughs) all right uh so my first one this week is a 2021 film that i found over on netflix and that's blood red sky so this is a three quarters german one quarter english uh film so uh, there are a lot of subtitles if you're not into that then i would skip this one so uh it's a story about a boy and his mother and they're going from i think it's frankfurt to new york because she is very sick and the cure is with a doctor in the u.s so they uh board a flight so let's make the sick person travel come on now yeah right well the, the doctor's not gonna go to why not Germany he's a doctor help someone <laughs> yeah no that's not how doctors, doctors without borders steve uh so anyway so she gets on a flight with her son and she needs to get this shot to control her illness like during the flight and stuff so she has to get up every couple hours to make sure she gets her shot but uh, she they turn out to be on the wrong on the bad flight because it gets hijacked by terrorists and then she can't have access to her shot it turns out that she's not sick she's actually a vampire and because she's not getting her shots she starts turning uh into a vampire which i think the surgery or whatever was to you know stop her from becoming a full-blown vampire and so she deals with the terrorists and think a lot of things happen i don't want to say too much more because honestly uh, i'm gonna have to rewatch it at the end of the year but right now, it might stand as my number one film of 2021. Oof. It's fucking awesome. Uh, there's a lot of kills. There's a lot of blood. There's a lot going on. Uh, it's kind of a tale of two movies. There's the kind of hijacking terrorist stuff. And then there's the vampire like killing stuff. And it's a super interesting movie. Uh, I don't know if it would necessarily be like your favorites, because it does have one major flaw, and that is the one thing that I hold against it, is it's way too fucking long. Uh, The movie's over two hours. I think it's two hours and like eight minutes, and it really didn't need it. I think if this movie had been an hour 35, hour 40 at the most, uh, this would be like a clear number one in my eyes. But still, super fucking enjoyable movie. There's a lot to love about it, and honestly, I could not recommend it more. Like I said, the only issue is that it's super long, so do go in knowing that. But uh, definitely a high recommend for me. Yeah, it's it's 
the hot movie right now over in uh, the horror forums. I, I haven't seen one bad word about it either. Everyone's like been praising it, so I'm, I'm very excited to see it myself now. May I ask Steve if knowing she's a vampire beforehand, does that diminish the film? No, because you find out in the first like 25, 30 minutes or whatever. Gotcha. Because I've seen like a lot of stills of it with her fangs and stuff. I'm like, well, I didn't want to see that. Yeah, no, but... that, that's not the surprise. Like okay. if you don't like, I, I, I knew nothing about this film going in other than the poster because Joe has sent it to us. Uh, and in the poster she's a vampire so, yeah, okay. so i think, I, I think the, that's what i saw actually yeah exactly. i know it's the rest around it that's cool yeah i have seen the trailer too and the trailer like right away goes into the vampire oh, stuff okay. too cool. so mm-hmm. i'll move it to the top of the list okay um i've been i don't know why but for the longest time i've been feeling like watching this movie i don't own it last time i saw it was 2003 directed by Ubel, who's a notorious German director who makes very bad films and is the very worst, full actually. of himself. <laughs> yeah, super full of himself. And then like just mean to people because he thinks he's so good, which is strange. Uh, but it's House of the Dead and uh, based on the video game series. Um, you know, when I first watched this one, it was easily like a bottom of the, you know, one out of 10, half star, whatever you want to call it. Um, rewatching it, it's terrible. Don't get me wrong, but it has a stupid charm to it where I think if you had a group setting, it would be a really fun movie to watch just because it's so ridic- like ridiculously bad everywhere. Uh, editing is terrible. Um, you have like transition scenes that are video game shots. So to, to, to go from a different scene, they use like a, a zombie walking across the screen or something stupid like that. Um, he uses every cliche possible in, that, in the 2000 timeframe, like the, the slow matrix shots, um, kung fu people out of nowhere slow motion bullets he uses everything over and over and over again so it's cool once but then you see it four times you're like in the same battle you're like dude what the fuck um the writing's terrible the acting is garbage but it's got some great looking women um some of the gore is actually really good and the bloodshot effects are pretty damn good so i give it some points for that um but like i said it I can understand why people enjoy it, especially now, because now you know it's a piece of shit movie, so going with that mindset. But watch it with a group, I think you have a good time. So House of the Dead, directed by Yu Bull. Awesome. Maybe I'll check it out again. I, I fucking hate Yui Bull. Oh, yeah, yeah, he's a douche. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, House of the Dead is like one of the arcade games I have very fond memories of. Uh, Joan Sam, you don't have any more, you said, right? All right. Actually, um, I do got, I got one okay, more. Okay, go ahead. Um, I watched it a while ago and I forgot to talk about it on here. Um, it, uh, I believe it's on like Amazon prime now, but it's, it's like, you know, sort of horror, uh, more like a thriller. Um, but it stars, uh, what's his name there? Um, Russell, Russell Crowe. Yeah. Unhinged is the name of the movie 2020 from last year. Um, it is a tale of road rage, um, basically. Um, so, uh, a divorced mother honks impatiently at a deranged middle-aged stranger at a red light while running late on her way to work. His road rage escalates to horrifying psychotic proportions as he becomes single-mindedly determined to teach her a deadly lesson for provoking him. Um, so the movie basically opens where like uh, this guy, like his wife is like just divorced him. And like, he's at like the end of his rope and he just like goes in and murders her and the uh, boyfriend, which isn't really like a spoiler. Cause it happens in like the first two minutes of this movie. Um, and then the rest of the movie is like him like driving and he encounters like this woman who honks at him. And the entire movie is like him 
just trying to get back at her for like just honk sim like a simple like road rage honk um and sounds like a douche it, it gets fucking insane um this movie is so entertaining like it is like russell crowe just like in complete and utter like insanity and the shit he does in this movie is wild it goes places that i did not expect it to go like they are not afraid to go dark like in this movie like whatsoever which surprised me for like a pretty like mainstream ish type movie um but it's it's entertaining and i I would definitely uh recommend it cool sweet all right uh my last one this week is a movie from 1987 that i found over on tubi and it's called creepazoids so in this one it's a group of survivors that uh it's like in a post-apocalyptic world and they're trying to kind of avoid the government and get caught so they're moving kind of from building to building in the in the post-apocalyptic world and the rain is acid so every time that there's a storm they have to hide out somewhere uh, or risk being killed by the rain so they go into this building because the rain is coming and they find that it's like some science science bunker that has a ton of stuff it's got like things to do science experiments but also has food and resources and everything like that so they decided to stay in there and kind of uh, lay low for a while and then start things start happening and they meet up with some creatures and bad things happen throughout the movie pretty typical 1980s horror sci-fi movie it stars Alinea Quigley uh, most notably and it's funny because she was actually supposed to play the other character in the film which I forget what her name is but the uh, the other character didn't want to do nudity because of course the Quigley character does get nudity so they switch roles so Linnea could do the nudity but that other girl a year later became like a hardcore porn star so I don't know what changed in that year I always thought that was an interesting fact about this movie uh, but the movie itself it's decent it's not great it's not bad it's just kind of middle of the line 1980s uh, schlock I think it's a full moon film if I remember so yeah, it is uh yeah it's like when full moon was still like pretty good you know so it's not like total awful but um yeah it's like a soft recommend nothing i would necessarily go out of my way to see and that's over on tubi god no no it came up the other day on Mm. my letterboxd because someone rated it and i forgot about it but i think it was you that recommended it like last year i watched it humanoids from the deep oh yeah you'd like that one I loved it. It's so good. Oh, yeah. Like it, yeah. I had forgot about it, and then like it like rekindled my love for it again. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I gotta, re- I want to rewatch that now. Maybe yeah. for, I don't know if Sam's seen it, so I think maybe for uh, Halloween time I'll have her watch it. With I think me. she like it. it's got some creature vibes. Yeah, what I think she like it, it too. Humanoids from the deep. I can't remember if you watched it with me or not. Humanoids. <laughs> I don't think so. I think you'd watch it. They kind of look like a creature, and some yeah. some of them do anyway. Punching heads off and stuff. right now. All right. Trivia time? Trivia. No. No? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> the points are as follows. Steve commanding first place with 74. Myself second place, 73. Joe third, 70. Sam with a huge week last week is sitting at 46. Whoop, 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 whoop. What will we have tonight? I got questions tonight so thank you very much to everybody I thank too. you very much i had a, I had a few people send and in, me so too thanks. like i think they felt bad for <laughs> yeah. a question Aww. last week and they're like don't feel bad it's our fault <laughs> but keep sending them 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. May I go? Yes. yes. Do it. All right, Jedi Mind, 1207. Fear Street 1978 was Ooh. filmed in the same camp location as what? Friday the 13th. Friday the 13th. Three. Oh. Uh, Six. Joe got it. Yeah. Steve, you had it. You had it on the tip of your tongue. Yeah, I know. I uh, I, I read the trivia and I didn't remember. <laughs> uh, I was going to say Friday the 13th before you said which one. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, All right, Joe's. All right. All right, I'll go next since I got it right. Um, first one comes to us from uh, loyal listener Kayla. Kayla. So, uh, all right, question is, what is the body count for the original Saw movie? Eight. Eight on the board. Five. Five on the board. Fire guy. We got Bear Trap Amanda Kills guy. We got guy with uh, barbed wire guy. <laughs> we got um, if you, I'm impressed, do you, Todd. Do you count. Um, Isn't there a time limit on these do, questions? Do, 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 do you count uh, Lee and L? Yeah, do you count the two guys at the end, which you don't know? I, I, mean, I can't tell you because Kayla um, sent me the question. Yes. <laughs> then I'll just say four. You are all incorrect. No. Six. If, you would, if you'd like a second guess, I guess I can give you a second I'll, guess. I'll go here. six. I thought we were doing closest. No. <laughs> I didn't say that. All right, I'll go six then. Six. Okay, six on the board. Did Steve ever say five? Too. Someone ever yeah, said, I said five. That's... Sam is also uh, going six, apparently. Is that allowed? <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Why not? I'll, go, I'll go seven then. Seven. All right. Well, apparently Sam and Steve both get a point then because oh. it was six. Damn it. Because yeah, I, I didn't count Lee Wynell the first time. So, he doesn't die in it, though. No, that's why. So, But I would have had to answer Kidding anyway fuckers. with five. So. Son Double of a point. bitch. All right. I'll go next since uh, I got it with Sam. Um, <laughs> sure. fucking team points now yeah. <laughs> ridiculous <laughs> all right uh my first question is also from mr jedi of mind 1207 he says this horror movie is based on the legend of the 17th century scottish sawney bean clan that captured and ate travelers hills of ice correct yeah boy oh, wow yeah Okay, so obviously, since you guys both got questions from Jedi, this is a ploy against Joe and I. He sent me one, too. Oh. <laughs> Armando, come on. Maybe what? he sent you one, too. And... Maybe. I'm, I, my, my Instagram yeah. inbox has been flooded. I, I was going to say, this is a bad time to send you questions. It like... is. <laughs> well, then. Oh, back to me. Let me pull up my oh, phone. Sorry. I think Sam. Sam oh, wait, yeah. I got to go. Yeah. Okay, um, so this question comes from Kayla. Or no, I'm sorry, Weezer Face. Um, Kayla. Weezer okay. Face. Weezer Face. <laughs> what Cats. Alfred Hitchcock movie was the only one shown in 3D? Oh. The birds? Did you say the birds? Oh, you said the birds already? Oh. I think Steve said the birds. Um, I'll go Psycho then, I guess. Okay, the birds, Psycho. Oh, I, I have a revision, though. So if everyone gets along. Okay. Me, me too, I have a revision. Here. If it's not... Psycho and the birds, you guys said. Okay, then I am going to say Vertigo. Damn, that was my Damn, that was me too. <laughs> <laughs> Did we all get it wrong though? Because I'm going to throw guys, one out there. You guys are all wrong. Rear okay. window. Nope. No, north Good. by northwest. These are all great guesses. Isn't that his I'm, first movie? I think. I'm really yeah. impressed. Um, but the answer is dial M for murder. Oh, fun, fun fact oh, Warner Brothers called it natural vision, not 3D. Oh. Okay. Cool. Not fun. Natural. That's a, a cool, cool uh, little title though. It's like an X Files episode. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever seen that one. Mm-mm. But we can do a Hitchcock episode. We, we should do a Hitchcock. We should do a Hitchcock. Yeah. All right. From uh, Miss Kayla, I'm gonna only use one of yours tonight because I'm gonna go Weezer face for the last one. Um. All right. Tagline. They won't stay dead. They won't stay dead. Return of the Living Dead. The crazies. Crazies. That's a great movie, by the way. The remake. Have you seen the original? I haven't. I think you like it. The remake's really good too. I like Timothy Oliphant. He's good. Mm-hmm. Land of the Dead. Everyone is incorrect. It is Knights of the Living Dead. Oh, it's pretty really? broad. Dude, that's why yeah. taglines are so freaking hard. Yeah, they are. That's why they're my favorite. All right, Joe. All right. Okay. This one, other one. This one also from Caleb. I don't know the story, but I don't know the story behind this. But now I do want to know it. But uh, maybe we can Google this. But the question is, which comedian inspired Jordan Peele to write Get Out? Uh, who is this from again? Kayla. Kayla. Let's go, oh, What you, you guys are guessing? I will. I'm going to Google this. <laughs> oh, I saw this the other day. This. Um, uh, fuck, I don't Dave, know. Dave Chappelle's on the board. Richard Sam. Pryor. Richard Pryor. Yeah. Uh, I feel like I should know this. I don't know. I feel like Steve's right. No, you would have told us by now, I think. No. Steve is not right if you'd like to guess. <laughs> what about me? No, Todd. <laughs> um, Keegan. That's too In- obvious. That'd be hilarious if that was true. <laughs> <laughs> Incorrect. Um, the correct answer is Eddie Murphy. Oh my god, Joe! I was literally gonna guess Eddie Murphy. <laughs> and, and I don't know, like the Why? story behind that. Um, and I don't know. I'll try to look it up later, or if Kayla wants to, maybe send in uh, the info on that or something like that. But yeah, it's interesting. Mm-hmm. All right. Next questions from Weezerface. That's. What is Patrick Bateman filling in the spaces of his crossword puzzle with in American Psycho? Uh, names of serial killers. No. Damn. He just colors them in. No. Uh, designer brands. So I'll, gi- I'll give you guys a hint. He repeats the same two words over and over. Oh. Blood. Videotapes. Is that a compound word? That's <laughs> a... What is he? What is die, he? Die, 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 bitch. Die, bitch. Is this a die, bitch in the movie? Hold on, I want, I want to think, dive more into this. He says the same two words over and over again. Um, I'm really late, really late. I don't know. Fuck it. <laughs> so the answer was <laughs> meat and bone. Oh, I no idea. Mm, interesting. Yeah, I had no idea. She even sent a a picture of it for. Him. Yeah. I I wouldn't have gotten that. Cool little fun fact. To, to, to be fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're learning more from this trivia. Yeah, <laughs> like, learning how stupid we are. <laughs> oh my god! Oh. You know how how stupid I still feel from not knowing the name of the main fucking character in Fear Street last week. <laughs> yeah, I watched that freaking movie the day of too. The third one I was like, what? God damn! What was okay, her name? Is Everett D- uh, Dina? Is Dina? Dina? Oh, Dina. Everett. Okay, so I I have the Eddie Murphy connection okay. here oh, with Jordan Peele, and it's quite interesting actually. So um, Peel in an interview um, said that uh, he drew inspiration from Eddie Murphy's 1983 stand-up comedy television special, uh, Delirious. 
Um, so during uh, that stand-up special, Eddie Murphy was explaining the difference of how a white family and a black family would react in a haunted house when he would, uh, he, I guess he would scream, get out um, a bunch of times and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, so yeah, pretty funny. Interesting. Yeah. Delirious is hilarious. So it is yeah. definitely it's a great, wrong, great stand up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, Sam. Oh, my turn. Mm-hmm. Okay. This question comes from Kayla. All right. Ready? This is a tagline. Mm. Be prepared to mm. answer fast. When the undead rise, civil- civilization will fall. Uh, Return of the Living Dead. I'm just going to answer that for every tagline. <laughs> Day of the right. Dead. No, that's... No, it's not right. I can picture my poster. Um, oh, I think I might know it. Oh, I got to think then before he steals it. <laughs> can you repeat it, please? When the undead rise, civilization will fall. Uh... I don't know. No, I don't know. What you're Todd, come on! <laughs> I'm sorry, you said go fast with it. Because um, I thought you would know this. I know. Uh, I'm telling living... you with my mind. <laughs> yeah, I'm seeing flashes of nachos. <laughs> <laughs> the dead, undead rise. I don't fucking know. Warm bodies. Maybe good. Do we yeah. want to do a second round of guesses for anyone who wants to try to get the point? I... Don't know. Okay. Dawn of the Dead, 2004. Oh, really? Fuck. Interesting. Damn it. Oh, well. All right. Back to me. Okay. Weezer Face says, What is the only film Stephen King directed? Oh, Maximum Overdrive. Correct. (sighs) Damn it. Good job. Joe on the board with two. Yeah. But do you know which film Arnold Schwarzenegger directed? <laughs> Did Arnie direct one? Maggie? He directed one film, and I bought it just because of that. Wow. <laughs> no, I can't say I do. No, it was Christmas in Connecticut. Oh, no. <laughs> oh. I, I, I was like... Is just, it good? No, it's terrible. <laughs> I, I was flipping through channels like last Christmas, and I see the beginning of a Christmas song. I'm like, okay, I'll check out what the, what the hell this is. And it says, directed by Arnold Schwarzenegger. Now, that's not a name that like another person can have. You know, it's not like right. John Smith, right? So I'm like, what the fuck? And sure enough, it's the only movie he's ever directed. When was it made? When did he make it? In like the 90s or early 90s? 2000s. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I bought it on DVD because they didn't have it on Blu-ray. Just because I love Arnold Schwarzenegger that much. That is funny. <laughs> That's the kind of facts you can get on a Let's XP Gaming, yes. <laughs> you can gaming podcast. <laughs> in an go. Arnold episode, so we uh, talked nice. about Arnold. <laughs> All right, go ahead. All righty. Last one came from Weezerface. Sam, pay attention, because I, I feel like she may <laughs> have done scared. this for you. <laughs> Don't put this pressure on Low me. shoulder. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> in Idle Hands. Inhaler. Um, no. In Angel. Hands. Devil. What? Burrito. <laughs> no. Bread slice, bagel slicer. At the Halloween dance party in Idle Hands. Offspring. What are Molly and Tanya's costumes? Who the fuck Angel are they? and Satan. Angel and the Devil. Correct. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Good job, I Sam. think I didn't know their names either. I one of them's Anton's girlfriend, though, for sure. And, all right. My last question is from Kayla. So thank you, Kayla. What college did Sydney attend in Screen 2? 
Oh God, that's a great question. You Cal. Wrong. We did an episode on this, Todd. I know. <laughs> a long time ago though. A very long time. That's ago. a good sequel too. Yeah. Yeah, it was solid. <sighs> ITT Tech. Uh, UCLA. <laughs> It, it's not like there's it's no basketball real, team from these. <laughs> 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 yeah, I can't. Woodsboro. Remember. It's a great question. GFU, Ghostface University. Right. Now, you guys go. Yeah, yes. it's a uh, Windsor College. Windsor, That's right. Windsor, <laughs> Windsor. It's a good one. Great question. I have a bonus. Oh, okay. Well, you have a question first. You still have a regular question. Then you had, yeah, and you oh, have I a regular do? I thought I already asked three. <laughs> no, this, no. Is the, this is your third. Oh, okay. Um, and 28 days later, Ooh. what was Jim's job? He's a bicycle courier. All right, Todd. Sorry. sorry. Are we not allowed to interrupt? I'm sorry. <laughs> that's no, fine. We're not no, that's fine. fine. Yeah. We did that rule for like a week and then like, <laughs> <just> dropped it. <laughs> You got a bonus? I got a bonus. Okay. Oh, you do? Okay. <laughs> Just because Kayla sent me three questions. But okay. So, um, what was the number of the motel room that the famous shower murder took place in Psycho? Six. We got six on the board. No. no can I revise that? We got a revision on the board. <laughs> it's uh, three. We got three on the board. <laughs> 13. We got three and 13. I think there were 13 rooms. From The but... Shining? <laughs> No. Psycho. psycho. Oh, Psycho. Um, four. My first four was my second guess. Nice. It was in room one. Uh, uh, you suck. I think there's All right, I have like a bonus, six, too. Six or seven <laughs> it sounds like you said that. I have a boner, too. I got a bonus. <laughs> Another Idle Hands question. Mm. Sent in from Weezer Face. Like um, what's the name of the cat? Oh, the shit. Hands. Itty. Binks. Oh. <laughs> Pussy cat. <laughs> the cat? Yeah. I don't even remember the cat. Is I don't remember Tom's the cat? cat either. I remember the dog. Gestapo. Yeah, I, I think mm. I've asked this before. Hercules. We've talked about the dog before. Um, I'm almost cat. sure I've asked this question before now that I think of it. It's something <laughs> like oh, it's it it's something more ben? like sophisticated, if I remember. It's like spooky. Winchester or something or <laughs> It's spooky related. I'll give you that. Ghost. No. Mm. Freddy. No. Jason. No. Ooh. <laughs> Bones. <laughs> Bones. Bones. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> All right, Todd. What All right. Scores? Tonight's scores are Todd, Sam, and Joe, each with two, Steve with one, which brings a first place tie again todd and steve both 75 joe 72 sam 48 stam's climbing the leaderboard she's a silent sleeper right there i like it thank, thank the lord <laughs> all right which brings us to our main event right a quiet place part two run i can pull it up right now yeah i'm dead <laughs> <laughs> following the events at home <laughs> Following the events at home, the Abbott family now face the terrors of the outside world. Forced to venture into the unknown, they realize that the creatures that hunt by sound are not the only threats that lurk beyond the sand path. That's all I got. All right. Quiet Place Part 2. You guys saw it a while ago in the theater, so I hope it was... We rewatched it today. Oh, you did? Okay, good. Yeah, like, some pa of it. Partially, yeah. I um, napped. 
I now have watched. Did you? <laughs> yeah. So a Quiet Place Part 2 starts off with a prologue where we go back to the start of when the creatures arrive. And it, it's pretty obvious that it's aliens. You got like a weird meteorite or something streaking through the sky while the uh, Abbots are at a baseball game for their son. So it goes from there where the family and all the other townspeople try to run for safety and the aliens attack or the monsters attack. Um, so we see the first minutes of the apocalypse. Fast forward, and we are right where we left off from part one, where the mom just uh, slayed a beast, and she grabs her family and goes towards uh, another lit beacon of fire to try to find um, one of the survivor groups that dad and family was keeping in touch with by lighting flames on top of their seed factory, whatever the hell it was called. Um, grain silo. There you go. So, um, yeah, I'll just leave it at that, I guess. So, mm, Joe looks like he wants to talk. Hi. Um, so yeah, I mean, I loved the first A Quiet Place. Um, it was my number one of that year, um, for sure. I, you know, so I was very, very excited. It was definitely probably one of my most anticipated movies of last year. And then the pandemic hit. Actually, this was actually the first movie that got delayed because of the pandemic, fun fact, because it was supposed to come out on my birthday, March 20th, 2020, and we had planned to go and everything. And then the pandemic hit and we didn't go. So uh, I was very excited and had to wait an extra year for this one. And overall, um, for a sequel, I really enjoyed it. Now that, you know, I did have some issues with it. Um, I don't think it's as good as the first one, um, for sure. Um, I think it's a bit of a step down, but it's still a very worthy sequel, um that opening scene alone is worth the price of admission um it is just probably one of the best openings i've seen in a long time for a horror movie um just like you know has the puts the, the foot on the gas and doesn't let up for that you know 10 minutes there and um just like the even the build up before they get to earth is really great and my we'll get into it but like my main issue is it never gets as good as that opening scene um that opening scene is the best part of this movie and we never hit the heights of it again and i think we missed john me personally i missed john krasinski like the what made that first movie so good was the full family element and you don't get it in this one um which i think and I love Cillian Murphy. I, I loved the addition of Cillian Murphy in this. He's a great actor, but I, I missed that full family dynamic that we had in the first one that we didn't get in this one. With that being said, though, really good movie. Well, Joe, sometimes people don't survive, so you have to go on without them. <laughs> um, Joe would have killed okay. himself already, so it doesn't matter. So. That's true. So <laughs> it's like, so what's the point in me dating you? Because I can't count on you if so, if the world ends. You're just gonna bail on me, so I might no, I kill you. you now. I kill you first. And oh my word! <laughs> I'd be fine. I would survive without my phone and live by the river. I'd be fine. In a van down by the river. It'd be All peaceful. Right. If you if you convince me, I guess we'll be okay. <laughs> Um, okay, so I wish that I would have watched the first Quiet Place because I remember it being good and really enjoying it, but I just can't think of it off the top of my head right now. Um, so Quiet Place Part 2. So I was looking forward to this. Um, like usually, I don't 
look at like the trailer or read spoilers or reviews or anything like that. And I agree with Joe, like just the opening of this movie, I love so much. We rewatched it today and Joe's like, do you want to watch it? I was like, I really just want to watch the the opening of it. That's all I really care about. It's so good. There's also um, a video that is on YouTube that John Krasinski did. It's called like, um, I don't, what is it called? Like cam, it's like, I don't know, map on camera or something like that, where he plays like the first opening scene and he does all of these notes on it, talks about like the camera they used, um, different ways that they had to work with filming like the scene and it was really interesting so if you like watching interviews and stuff like that I highly recommend it um because he talked about like there's um the part where Emily is in the car and the camera kind of like slightly falls and it like zooms in like it gets thrown kind of to the front of the car um he talked about how that was like the camera kind of broke but it looked so good on how it appeared on film they kept it anyways um, okay, so rewatching it tonight. Um, I liked the character of Emily. I thought she did great. She did fine without John, but just something was missing from this. I don't know what it was. I guess it's a little bit how Joe was saying that it doesn't get as good as the opening part of this movie. And for some reason, I hate that the character of um Marcus the young boy who gets his foot in the bear trap I hate his character he is so whiny I get that your leg is chopped off in a but he like literally complains about everything he's so whiny it's like grow up um I wanted to say something else about this movie real quick uh what was it what was I gonna say Emily Blunt Blunt has perfect hair she does have perfect hair she actually didn't (laughs) want to be that she she looks fantastic um she actually didn't want to be in part two and john kept bugging her he's like please be in it and she's like no you go do your thing like i'm happy that you're doing it you go you do your thing be amazing but i'm not gonna be in it and so he wrote it and he had her read the opening sequence and once she read the opening she's like all right sign me up i'll be in it so that just goes to show you like how good the opening is um I'm going to stop blabbing because that's all I have to say for now that the opening's the best part. <laughs> all right. Uh, yeah, I'm so happy I finally got to see this. I had tickets to opening night for this uh, movie in a double feature between Quiet Place, Quiet Place 2, and two days before that event, they closed it, the world down. So uh, I couldn't get to that event. So it was nice a year and a half later to finally fucking see it. Uh, I did rewatch the first one right before. And it was also my favorite film of 2018. Uh, Just an absolutely fantastic film. And uh, this one, you know, like the first scene, like you guys said, I mean, amazing. Just so fucking cool. Fast pace. And teasing us with that John Krasinski, like, presence was almost a mistake. Because like Joe said, I missed him for the rest of the movie. And I realized throughout the movie why I missed him is because the other three characters are idiots without him. Like, it's it's tough to say. Like, I'm sure, you know, Emily Blunt, who I love, I love Emily Blunt. I think she's, like, fantastic. But she just did not have handle on those two kids who are just not listening. And the majority of the events of this film, the majority of them, 
are because of the stupidity of the characters. And that was something that I really didn't like about this film. Uh, it's just, they could have avoided the majority of the issues they ran into just by not being idiots and not, you know, not doing what they were told or it's just, ugh, it was, and that was kind of the down part of this. Uh, they're also really predictable beats I found in this. Like you kind of, uh, you know, my wife and I were kind of predicting exactly what was going to happen next and what order things were going to happen. And that was kind of, uh, you know, annoying. I would have liked to have been surprised more, I guess, throughout the film. So that was a downer. But when it was good, it was really good. Like whenever the alien, uh, the aliens or whatever we want to call them show up, it was always, it was always like a really tense and exciting moment. Uh, whether it be, on the train or in that like kind of you know warehouse area or the whole like kind of ending island stuff uh when they were there uh it was, the movie picked up significantly and i also did like the uh, addition of killian murphy i thought he's a really cool character i like that actor so that helped a lot and i liked his arc more than anyone else's i think it was cool to see kind of how he react to things and he had like real human emotions and i liked that a lot so uh, I'll talk about specifics a little bit later, but that's my kind of overall view of it. Am I uh, real quick overall agree with every single thing you guys said? Um, I, I just thought this was too close to the original um, in like beats. They, they didn't, well, let's just get into the negative things. I didn't like it as much as you guys, I don't think, but um, they didn't like tackle any new ground here. Like, yeah. You gotta you gotta explain some stuff. I guess you you kind of did in the beginning, but there's no new family stuff. There's no new human world stuff besides a stupid island. The aliens can't swim. Give me a break. Um, but I thought what they should have done was make that opening sequence longer. Not not the violence, but the calm parts. You know, and build the relationship between John and Cillian, Right. So we care about him when he comes. We the only reason we care about him is because we know who he is as an actor and we really like yeah. him. Right. Otherwise, we'd be like, who the fuck is this guy? Like have them let them have a relationship between their kids or whatever. Show that he was at fault because he didn't step up as a friend because she's kind of said that, but like, well, we don't know how close they were. Like, why are we giving this guy a bad rap? Why does he have to risk his life to go save the daughter and so on and so on? Because there's not the the building, the relationship wasn't built. It was like three sentences that they exchanged at the baseball park and that was it. Um and then yeah, it didn't it didn't really break any new ground for me. And I hated at the end how the pacing was switching between like three different groups or two different groups, something like that. And it was the same exact thing. Like it was switched from, okay, the aliens chasing this person cut to the alien chasing this person and, and down the line. So it's like switch it up or something or have them in the same spot. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. I, did, I just, like I said, didn't feel like it broke any new ground at all from the first yeah. one. I find it, Steve made a good point earlier. Cause like, <laughs> It is weird how they made Emily Blunt's character so, like help, like helpless, like or like like she. How is like, she helpless? She, just because not she... not like not like helpless, but like she like she wasn't a strong character. Like and she should have like I feel like had she been a strong character, it would have made more sense. Because like you know she her and John like were in this together, and they made her almost like she couldn't continue on without the help of like a a man. You know, like she went and like basically was like went to uh Killian Cillian I always call him Cillian Murphy I'm sorry if his name's Killian I always say Killian usually but yeah. you guys said Cillian so uh, <laughs> but anyway like it was like her like going to like get like help from him and she like why couldn't she go out 
and save her daughter. Why, why like leave? She, they had like, everything in that house. the baby, though. I mean, I guess. I, I, all right. I, yeah, I suppose she had like no a baby kids, to worry so about. So it is like stuff, but, you go she, sacrifice your life because you see like, you're, he's just yeah. alone. He doesn't think it, he, he, he's like you, Joe. Like he's alone. He has no hope. And so, so she's why? like, you she didn't go. Know that, like though. I have three. Uh huh. Because he but, was like, I can't help you. And he no, was, I mean, before that, though. He's like, like, there's nothing out there. I've already looked. Like, he was just so, like, cynical but it's, about but it. But it's like, it's not his daughter. Like, it's her daughter. Like, you would think she, like, she has more to fight for than he does. But she also has her two kids. She can't take all of them to go yeah, find the Yeah, but girl. I, I, I think the better movie here would have been if she went out and he could have stayed back and been with her kids well, and they gave she could have went out and... because john wasn't in the movie i think that's right. what i think i mean yeah right but and i also I think, feel like yeah. with the daughter going off i feel like um evelyn emily's character was probably like she more than likely she's fine but can you go find my daughter while i'm here with my bitch ass son and my mm -hmm. newborn but then, baby but, like the but movie then she leaves end. 10 minutes later she leaves them anyway <laughs> right that's yeah. the point right and then yeah. his leg is is unbearably in pain and then he's walking on it it's like mm -hmm. pick pick something and going yeah. up the ladder and like i just got one more point about the whole emily blunt thing like the first movie ends with her like cocking that shotgun like where she's supposed to be the badass and then this movie goes into where she's like just like a, a weak like character and i what? I, I think she that was a shotgun at the beginning before right but then she, she into... yeah right but then she they then she like reverts back to a weak character like i feel like she should you know have been what a strong joey can't be here. strong all the time <laughs> <laughs> i just feel like it would have been a better movie had that oh, happened definitely. it's more of a nitpick honestly than anything like um no, but i, I, I feel like i feel like it, it would have been a better writing choice and i think a lot of that is because krasinski's character died in the first movie had he survived i agree with you sam like it would have been krasinski that would have went out and saved the day and probably would have been a better movie honestly Wait, had you, you know you i mean cut. she did give birth with no medication in a fucking <laughs> yeah, yeah, bathtub yeah. And, and with a walking. fucking nail a fucking <laughs> knife through her foot like right so go out and save your she daughter can't take, she can't Be a take badass. a week off to recover <laughs> she didn't even take an hour off yeah. she, she was up and running the plus so just hanging out um <laughs> I, first of all get the people some shoes that is not practical no the shoes are too noisy killian no, was not. wearing shoes like no problem he's a man he <laughs> See, doesn't know any better <laughs> that is so dumb because like if you have to run you're fucked unless you got sand everywhere and then it proved that they were fucked because she's walking for like an hour and her feet were all bloody it's like wear boots or too loud uh, todd just not flip-flops you don't need flip-flops but boots are good <laughs> but i real quick i'm sorry steve but i think if you cut killian out of this movie it's the same movie if you just have like you said emily blunt go on her her thing that's probably the better movie you know it'll it'll, it'll keep it moving quicker none of the stuff left at the factory or whatever you just have her discover the weird assholes and then the island i think that would be better and I'm, I'm like i really like that joe like i'm playing the movie in my head with the character switched and it's such a better movie like you could have had you know the kid come out of that hole somehow with his broken leg and go upstairs and see that his wife is still up there in the bed and then deal with that situation instead of just, okay, that we're going to either save that for a sequel and never mention it again. Uh, what was because... it about, guys? Seriously, I, was, I thought it was going to turn into him being a bad guy somehow. Me too. I thought it'd be like, I don't know, something it's really bad. Like, yeah, because then it would have been the, the creep is with the daughter, right? And he would have discovered it and he couldn't tell his mom. That's where I thought they were going with it. But 
it was just kind of like he left his wife there but mm-hmm. had he they would, if he had stayed back they could have dealt with that and had a like a cool ex, a good exchange of you know how he really felt about losing a his father figure and, kind of thing yeah father yeah, there's so many things that could have been so much better you're right this this that was the play and you know they kind of bungled it with by sending him instead of and just having emily blunt not really doing anything you know she she goes to the store and then she doesn't really do much in this movie it's a shame like it's weird that they messed that character so bad yeah i mean i also think they showed the aliens too much in this one like that I mean, like, I feel like the first one was so good because, like, they were a little more mysterious, whereas this one, they're more in your face, which, I mean, I understand, like, you have to, like, try to ramp it up, uh, I guess, more. Um, And when they are on screen, it is great. Um, I don't know. I just felt like the tension wasn't there as much in this one than there was in the first one. Um, You know, but it it was good. And, um, like, I I mean, are we, are they aliens, right? Like, they... You see them yeah. like it seems they, like a meteor came well, out like it's so actually down from like that was shown Earth. in the first one. I don't know if you remember that. I don't. There's a newspaper when there's a, so John Krasinski has like a table full of newspaper clippings of the event, and mm. one of them that is shown pretty prominently is that a comet falls into Mexico okay. with the aliens, and that's where they came from. So yeah, they're definitely. How aliens. do they show up fucking ten minutes later, though? In where he the, is, that, that doesn't make sense, and that's yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, they're still making newspapers because these things, like, tore up the town pretty fast. I don't know. Like, whatever. Well, I, I guess for the alien thing, the comet could have, like, broken up into pieces and, like, little pieces fell in different spots. But, the like, the main chunk of it fell in Mexico. Mm-hmm. Like, uh... Yeah. I mean, did you did you guys like, like, this village they they come across like with all the survivors and i mean i i mean honestly like i think the best part is when the aliens attacked it like that i mean i love that scene <laughs> i was kind of bummed that they didn't attack it more like and yeah. just had another essentially first scene like again yeah. at the end yeah. i like that actor too there i forget his name uh, D- demon hantu yes I love him. Yeah, yeah he's, he's great he's yeah he's really good and i feel like he was five minutes I, he's in it. I, I, I was gonna say i feel like he was underutilized too like i feel like he could have been like a more like a better character too that yeah. just they didn't like that is the problem with i think this movie in general like the, a lot of the characters just aren't like fleshed out enough and like developed enough and like todd said like it's a lot of the same beats as the first movie which like i get in a lot of ways because the first movie was so successful so let's just kind of like carbon copy it but it was maybe like a little too much where they they didn't take enough risks yeah, the endings were exactly the same too if you think about it they were I mean, exactly the, ending the was, same i was like so you leave on so, a cliffhanger of them figuring out like we, we already know sound bothers them right you know These, and then part two ends on the same note sound bothers them okay we, we got that like we get it the ending is one of my biggest problems with this movie honestly um because like there's there's no like climax mm-hmm. really here like and it's like it's like right when you think the climax is about to happen, the movie ends. Like, yeah, and you're like, oh, okay. It's just kind of like I, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I was thinking of a bad In analogy, but <laughs> it's just like it's just like yeah, it's like you're ready to like. It's just like it's ready to blow its load, and then it just like like the turning takes it away. The turning you know? did like, the same thing. Yeah, it just it's, ends. It's like yeah. you're like oh. And you're is just there like, an wow, after credit like, scene oh, here. Like, okay, yeah, just like mm-hmm. yeah, it just ends and. It's like it, we needed something to, like, like that. Op- I mean, we say it, we've said it, obviously, but that opening scene is just so good. If you could take that opening scene and do something similar with the climax, this movie is like the best of the year for me. 
But because they don't do that, this is a good movie, but, and I mean, this year hasn't been great. It's one of the better movies of the year, but will it sit at the top? I'd be surprised if it sits at the top of my list now. What about the daughter, Reagan? I thought she did great. Like, I feel like we kind of have a story with her where she kind of continues on um, Lee's, like, She takes everything. (laughs) I'm taking the shotgun too, mom. Fuck. (laughs) No, yeah, she's great. And I I hope, like, yeah, I mean, I'd be interested to follow her, like, in the next movie, which it kind of seems like where we're going. Obviously, like, the kids, like, are they're the new patriarchy they're the ones that are going to be taking over and stuff which is you know basically what they were saying at the end of the movie which was cool and i like that and um i don't know it's like do i care though do i want to continue on like seeing the same thing over and over again like it seems like in this third movie we're getting a totally different from what i from what i read we're getting like a same universe but completely different characters i actually like that angle better i think we've maybe seen enough with this family like we know what's gonna happen <laughs> so I- i'd like to see something different now yeah i, th- I think there it's it's time to world build at, at this mm-hmm. point find out what these things are actually about and you know what what they're doing and you know there was uh actually i think it was me and todd in the discord we're having a <laughs> like a debate over whether this would be possible in real life like when the military had figured this out and like eradicated them but i suspect that that comet had millions of them on them and it would have destroyed the world, you know, because I mean, you know, I, I think it, they're, they're strong. I mean, if zomb- zombies can fucking do it <laughs> in uh, zombie films, I'm sure these super powerful, quick ass creatures can do it too. You know, so I don't, my, my main problem isn't that they couldn't do it. It's that no one thought of this already. They can hear, let's turn it against them. That's like something that would pop into a smart person's mind right away i would think you know yeah Especially but maybe, maybe like, they did but that town doesn't know because they don't have communication true, on the outside true. world right mm-hmm. yeah good point there's that i think you well, mentioned it steve earlier about things being like extremely predictable like in the beginning where he te- she teaches him dive i'm like oh that's coming back oh no kidding yeah <laughs> <laughs> or like when we see the the hatch with the the towel i'm like oh that's coming back someone's gonna fucking get stuck in there it's like boy but yeah like everything was telegraphed pretty far in advance yeah. so. <laughs> yep all right you want to answer the questions before we uh move on let me just pull them up here yes i did like the scene in the water though with the those creepy yeah, people that was pretty cool yeah they didn't really spend enough time there to establish who exactly they were what yeah, their deal was like. i love yeah like it's like i like stuff like that and like yeah like it comes down to them just like not fleshing out stuff enough like you know i mean in this world it's you got the bad people too and i, I would like to have seen a little more of that too yeah because killian mentioned it that people are really right awful. they're not worth saying yeah. saving yeah. yeah they're not worth saving mm-hmm. so like they show it so quickly but i would have really liked to like seen what mm-hmm. they're why they're doing this like why it makes no sense you know like yeah it's kind of like it's kind of like that's just like an apocalypse the apocalyptic movie that like happens like in the road it's like the prime example is what i think of every time it's just just like fucking bad people man (laughs) all right so the first question is from george if you're the mother in quiet place 2 how long would you wait before ultimately sacrificing your shitty son to the monsters (laughs) sam would say right away That's another problem too. Like we already knew he was kind of like weaker in the first one. We gotta we gotta get him up there. We gotta pump him up now in the second one, but he's more the same. Yeah. He was, was like he the... weak in the first one too. 
Well, we don't really see him. He's kind of always under uh, Lee's, you know, John Krasinski's wings. He's a weenie. Yeah. First one. He's a weenie because so. they're gonna go hunting, and he like yeah. kind of freaks out. Actually, did you guys watch any of you watch Quiet Place One like right before? Or... No. So I watched it right before, and it was a little bit of suspension of disbelief at how old that kid got <laughs> within a minute. You know? Yeah. <laughs> he went from kid to teen in like, you know, the span of a second. And that was right. a little bit annoying, but you know, whatever. It is what it is, I guess. Mm-hmm. It's, uh... Uh, all right. So the next question is from horror fan Ryan. Do you think it would be a good idea to merge this universe with Cloverfield or do you prefer it stays in its own universe? So the reason for that question, I think, is originally when they wrote A Quiet Place, I think the first one, uh, they were intending it to putting it into the Cloverfield universe, but just as they were about to pitch their idea, uh, 10 Cloverfield Lane came out and they're like, okay, well, maybe not. So, yeah, so do you think this movie would fit in its uh, in a Clover oh, universe? yeah, absolutely. Like, and honestly, I didn't even think about that until this question came up, but yeah, I mean, the monsters like definitely are part like look just like the Cloverfield like monsters and. Yeah, this could totally have been like a like if Krasinski came out and like or if like honestly like JJ Abrams and Krasinski could like come out together and be like surprise this is a Cloverfield like universe movie and everyone's minds would like get blown and all the nerds at Comic-Con would like faint and stuff like that and like I would totally be on board with it. So <laughs> yeah, I think it would it would yeah, I mean it makes total makes sense, sense that this could be part of it, yeah. So so would you prefer it to be or um I don't think I'd. Pref- I, I'm indifferent, honestly. I mean, it might not be a great answer. Are you but, sure? Yeah, I mean, no, I am. I'm indifferent. I, I don't think it matters. It doesn't matter to me one way or the other, honestly. I think they're they'd be cool together in the same universe, but they're fine as a separate too. Okay, but I love Cloverfield though. That's such. Oh a yeah. Movie. Mm-hmm. I, Ten Cloverfield Lane's great too. Yep. Very different tone, but still, mm-hmm. you know. And then the other one sucked. Yes. How that. awesome would it be in number three if they're like attacking these creatures and they finally defeat him with the sound and they all get together and then a big fucking like Cloverfield <laughs> monster yeah. comes out and they're like, because yeah. they, they don't know what's going on in the world. So it is possible it's still in the same universe. Oh, yeah. Which don't it could, know have, could it, happen right? concurrently too with New York being fucked and then these exactly. other ones run around. They, they just don't know about it. So, yes. right. I'm actually kind of convinced it's going to happen now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, next series of questions from Rinfa. How long do you think you'd survive in this movie universe? I poop a lot. You guys know that. So I'd be farting. Yeah. Oh, I have one quick question. Did they establish if they were pregnant before the apocalypse happened? No, because it's uh, 480 days oh, old. Oh, okay. That so that's she gives birth. Super, super stupid of them not to wear a rubber. So, so, <laughs> so I, I was actually calculating it. It might have been in a like down moment from losing their son just like time wise uh, ah yeah. yeah it's still fucking so, stupid though like like a a moment of weakness but yeah it's obviously baby's like the worst thing to have man it's, oh yeah, absolutely exactly. yeah <laughs> um, i mean they got a good idea i guess putting it in like a suitcase <laughs> oxygen mask on but yeah they all die and it suffocates but i guess it dies anyway too if they all die but mm-hmm. i wouldn't um, i wouldn't because i like eating chips and <laughs> 
Yeah, I will. I wouldn't know, like, right? Like, you don't know off the bat that mm-hmm. you can't be loud. So I'd probably be that girl in the beginning of the movie on her phone being like, I don't know what's going on. Yeah, you, <laughs> you know, would. Like- <laughs> Joe's so loud. He like walks around so loud. He'd I'd be get- like, Sam, I got to get this for Joseph Hara. Hold on. Destroyed. I'd be like, taking video. I'd be like, oh my God, guys, that, this is fucking yeah, going that crazy. Scene, that scene actually <laughs> bothered me when they're all quiet because no, you see stuff happen today. Right. We got 20 phones out. Oh, World yeah. Star. They would be fucking. <laughs> yeah no one's being quiet Uh, yeah i kind of wondered that too todd because when they all start leaving the baseball field they're all trying to keep their composure and just like get out of there and i'm like people are so dumb like people would be screaming freaking out like i would pull a john krasinski where i would just leave like he did but i'm like no one not everyone would leave like that no i I agree with you i think think i could go with it more because this is like a really small town where like everyone kind of knows each other so like everyone's just kind of like i don't know like whereas like if that this happened in like boston or like a major city or something oh yeah it'd be like independent like an independent state yeah yeah. (laughs) it's like they knew the rules already though in the diner and we're like yeah 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 i loved that in that opening scene though how they kept going back and forth between um like the girls that de- like not being able to hear and like yeah, what's actually I happening. More of that. that was such a great yeah that was such a yeah. cool dynamic they did yeah i don't think i survived that long either <laughs> yeah, just to get back to the question uh i think i'd survive a while because i could stay quiet but eventually i'd run out of food and then i don't know what the fuck i do you know like h- how do you get food by being quiet you know it's, yeah honest honest answer though i'd probably get killed very early on because i'd try to shoot one and then bullets don't work unless they're they're freaking out same i'd probably try to save all the stray animals and they'd be loud (laughs) all the cats just clawing your face no (laughs) i didn't think about that they probably feed off like a lot of the pets they they showed in the first one Uh, was it raccoons that get fucking demolished (laughs) yeah uh all right this next question what direction do you see the sequel going is it possible they defeat all the aliens Mm, maybe like at the very last one after like a quiet place 20 maybe <laughs> but uh no no i like the alternate yeah i just i think world building like steve said at this point is the way to go so the the u.s navy and all the navies of the world are safe and in good shape here right because they can't swim so those things can last indefinitely forever so i don't know if you want to go big scale you have the navy trying to i don't know get it get ashore with marines and stuff and go after it but yeah the navy's navy's sitting fine why don't you just like flood like half the world or something like just Just like just like uh like continue like try to push them all to like a certain area and then just dump a a shitload of water on them (laughs) that's also under the assumption that those aliens are just those creatures right that there aren't very there could be other species yeah mm-hmm. i mean if Queen. all of earth species went on a spaceship and went to another planet they'd be bombarded with all sorts of shit you know mm-hmm. like fucking lions and people and elephants and crocodiles and sharks you know it's like mm-hmm. it could be the same thing with them we don't know the situation so. here's my other question do they breed how do we know they're not multiplying oh, they like fucking. crazy <laughs> <laughs> yeah they're banging yeah. <laughs> they banging uh, spider right. style i want to see that movie there probably will be one his last question do you think the lack of context origin motivation about the monsters makes them scarier or do you want to know more about them um i don't think it makes it 
scarier really but it's like it just makes me more intrigued i guess to be like oh man where did they come from like what did they do like i definitely want to know more about them but if we never get that answer i'd be okay with that too i really would yeah i agree yeah same yeah i think for now it's fine but i think eventually i do want to know more because or else it's just the same movie they're gonna start pumping out over and over again that's why we got to go with the navy part three or part four (laughs) Uh, all right, and the last question we have from Weezerface: Would you immediately recognize Killian Murphy in the mask from his pretty eyes? Yes. Oh, yes, he does have pretty eyes, and he has a nice beard in this too. He looks—he's very, very handsome. Very, he's very uh, so rugged handsome. in this one. <laughs> um, I got an idea though. Like, let's do like a Jaws 3D, where they trap the animals, open an amusement park. Um, and they escape. Oh no! <laughs> you mean Jurassic Park? Like Jurassic Park, yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's an underwater park. Oh, right. yeah. Well, then they're fine because they can't swim. Right. right. <laughs> yeah, I, I knew right away it was him though, just from his eyes. Yeah. Oh yeah, I mean, I knew. Yeah. So, Sam, who's your between uh, Murphy and? Oh, Jessica? great question. Who we got? Both. She wants the threesome, time. yeah. <laughs> um, probably she wants that rotisserie. John. I feel like he's taller and more like, I don't know. I feel like there's more of, he has more of a like tall body. He can just whisk me away, you know? You, you do like those Boston boys, so. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah, so that's all the questions we had. So thank you very much, everyone. Nice, 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 nice. Yeah. <laughs> One thing I, I would like to see that I really liked about this movie and I wish they did more is be on the move because I like the scenes like the locations they chose of them just kind of walking around mm-hmm. the town. It kind of reminded me for Todd, uh, The Last of Us. I was thinking like, that, yeah. That, that's what the vibe was like and I, I really dug that, so. Yeah, that show's coming out, what, next year? Next year, and it's it? like the most exp- one of the most expensive shows ever. It's like a ridiculous budget for it, so. Is that for it? Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, I liked else? all the dead all the dead bodies things were really cool, so definitely yeah. wanted more of that. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I'm done. No, I think we're good. Well, um I wanna go first. Fuck. <laughs> Joe. I'll go first. Um yeah, I mean I've said everything I think I wanted to say. Um great very good movie very very good it's not as good as the as the first one but a worthy sequel i'm going to give this one an eight out of ten samer this is tough samsonite because i feel like i liked it more than joe but i didn't think he would rate it that high because he was shitting on it (laughs) i think i was very complimentary for the most part um I'm going to give it an 8.6. What was your initial score if Joe gave it, say, a 7? <laughs> an 8? Seven, yeah, eight. an 8. Um, I'm at a solid 7. Um, we saw this movie in the first movie, so I really didn't think it was necessary. Uh, so 3 and three out of 5 in Letterboxd, 7 out of 10. Whatever, real life so close on my guesses for your for your <laughs> scores i put joe eight sam 8.75 and todd 6.75 so that was very close yeah. mm-hmm. uh for me uh, i i do like it a lot it's in my top five of the year so far but that's also because the year has not been great agreed um so i would put it at an eight like mm-hmm. joe i i really enjoyed it like i'm i'm definitely gonna watch it again i think but 
there were some things that just you know i wish were a little bit better and, but if they made the switch that joe said uh it, it could be like a nine or mm -hmm. 9.5 like i when it was good yeah. it was great but there were a lot of times i was like okay well, this isn't the best so. opening sequence 10 on it's a good film no doubt about it oh yeah it's great <laughs> i think dawn of the dead's edges it from 2004 yeah. Sequence. yeah yeah because that just goes on and on and on <laughs> yeah that's this great. Is great yeah mm -hmm. they blew their load too early on this one indeed indeed all right well well 90s next week folks so get your janko jeans out um, the corn whatever, shirts ready you know, uh yeah corn shirts or yes, limp biscuit uh, and yeah top <laughs> And uh, yeah, prepare for your our top 10 of the 90s. I'm excited it's to exciting. hear those lists. And uh, yeah, if you want to be a part of the ultimate um, list, send your lists in um, via whatever Discord or any of our social medias. And it's also, well, I'm going to announce the winner of the contest that uh, we've been running for our merch. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm going to announce the winner on that episode. You still have a few days because you, know, you got like three days from the time this uh, this episode comes out, but I gave you plenty of warning. I know some new merch has been sold lately. So yes. if it's not someone who's bought before, make sure you at least just send me a note and I'll add you to the draw and uh, yeah, all sorts of cool stuff in there. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Nice. I'm excited. I love the top ten episodes. Yeah, it's always, it's always uh, fun. Yeah, it'll be fun. It'll yeah, especially be fun. like like the year. You know, our list are going to be similar, but the decades are always like, oh man. And knowing what's coming next, oh. Ten, ten through five are like the meaty ones where you don't know what's going. <laughs> right. Yeah, but the eighties. Oh boy. That's Ooh, gonna that's be a yeah. Tough. That's that's going to be a tough yeah. one. Oh, exactly. And for the record, I don't know if I said in the episode, but Todd, you're wrong. Night of Living Dead is not my top. Really? Oh. Yeah. Okay. So. It's actually not even in my top three. So, oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. so I guess there will be some, some some surprises next week. Interesting. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening. Right. Thanks Bye. for listening. Bye. 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 Don't forget to rate us on iTunes. Thank you. Yesterday, we had a meeting about planets. Well, to be fair, Jim, James, Jimothy, to be fair, Jimothy, the, oh, that sounds weird. Are you okay with being called Jim?